Mermaids have had humanity under their spell for thousands of years, but how could they not? They're mysterious, magical, and incredibly beautiful. It does not matter where on earth you are, you will hear stories of an elusive but beautiful sea creature, which is kind of strange calling them elusive when they've played a pretty big role in today's society. Much bigger than many of us probably think. The Little Mermaid was a huge part of saving Disney in the late 80s and was the first movie to be part of their renaissance era, becoming one of the biggest box office hits of all time. There's a Little Mermaid statue in Copenhagen where it's said that three out of four tourists go visit. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people crowd the streets of Coney Island in their Coney Island Mermaid Parade. And not to mention, the literal tens of hundreds of thousands of websites dedicated to them. Sometimes benevolent, sometimes destructive, but always alluring. They're found in every body of water, whether they be oceans, rivers, lakes, streams, and even wells. In the book, Mermaids, the Myth, Legends, and Lore by Sky Alexander, which is this week's source material, goes on to say this. Some researchers theorize that we're drawn to the dichotomy of light and dark that mermaids embody. These lovely ladies are simultaneously desirable and dangerous. They can bring good luck or disaster. Mermaid myths usually depict these sensuous sirens with a dualist nature. They can be benevolent or malevolent depending on what mood they're in at any given moment. Like women, it's a mermaid's prerogative to change her mind, and when she does, watch out. So stay tuned as we talk about the origins of mermaids, what they look like, some attributes, behaviors, plus descriptions of mermaids from around the world on today's episode. Mermaids, Legends and Lore. talking and I'm not and I'm just <laughs> and then I'm talking <laughs> no but wait wait I have something for him boom shut down now you just fucking me aren't you <laughs> I'm just wondering why all these people like kids the weird history and eerie tales podcast wow FY there's nothing wrong Alright, welcome everybody to another episode of the Weird History It We Tells Podcast. I'm your host, Moses Soria, and with me to my left is Anchi. <laughs> welcome back, bro. Welcome back. It's been a while. Welcome it's back. been welcome a while. Back. Fuck. Came back from the, the school gulag. The, the gulag, yeah. The school gulag. And as always, joining us is my brother Josh. Yay. And today... There is no hype behind my name. You're here here every week. So what? You're here every week. (laughs) I want some love. Everyone loves some love. Well, go. I mean, well, go. Go away for a while, then come back. (laughs) Hey, man. Nah. (laughs) Hey, hey, what's what's that phrase? I just might. Something thirty minutes a good time. No. What? (laughs) What? No, like missing someone makes the heart grow fonder or some shit like that. Should I go away further? <laughs> yeah. Uh, all, right. all right, guys. This is going to be Archie's last episode for a few weeks. Don't miss me with that bullshit. Uh, yeah, so today we're going to be talking about the mythical, ethereal, 
Mermaids. Bro, you know what's funny? What? The last episode I was in, we're talking about pirates. Now we're talking about mermaids. Oh, nice. Oh, really? We're still in the ocean. Yeah, so today we're going to talk about all things mermaids. We're going to talk about attributes, origins, stories, the different kinds of mermaids, the fucking different encounters. And me and my brother have a buttload of fun facts to throw at you when it comes to merfolk. So I hope you guys uh, enjoy the episode. So uh, sit back and um, enjoy the episode. So mermaids have been around for thousands of years. And like many things that have been around for that long of a time, evolution is a key piece in its survival. And mermaids are no different. Adapting and changing as the legend of the mermaid goes from culture to culture. So let's break down the mermaids and their lore and see about the origins of these finned thotties, starting with the sea, right? So as we all know, the sea has long been associated with human emotions and our unconscious. It's deep, it's dark, and it's mysterious as hell. And it's not hard to believe that the ocean will hold secrets that we as a human race will probably never discover. The ocean also has had a feminine identity. We've all known when people, pirates, they call the, the ocean their mistress, their wives. That's true. It's always had like this feminine like identity. She. Yeah, the she are, you know what I mean? And same thing, you know how people, some people like going to the beach, they're just like staring into the ocean because right. it makes them feel good. So for whatever reason, this ocean has this weird connection with our like unconscious, our, our unconsciousness, mm-hmm. subconsciousness, I mean, and like our, emotions so sky alexander the author of the book mermaids which is a source for today's episode has this to say about the ocean and its femininity we generally give water a feminine face associating its changeable nature its fertility and nourishment its undulating and sensual rhythms with women the ocean's duality mirrors that of mermaids it brings foods but also devastating storms. So perhaps it's no surprise to find the water of the world populated by female sea creatures who can protect human beings or destroy them. So we cannot survive on Earth without water, right? Shit, nothing can survive on Earth without water. And our ancestors, they all knew this, like the Mayans and the worshiping of the sun as a giver of life. Ancient cultures attributed mystical powers to the sea. They worshipped power goddesses who ruled every body of water, no matter the size. The world used to be a more magical place. People believed in deities of all kinds with each one ruling a certain aspect of existence. And among them all, the water divinities were a few of the more powerful and feared. And it's from these certain gods and goddesses where the mermaids sprouted from. Don't say. And us evolving from beings from the water isn't as far-fetched as some older cultures made it seem. There's a lot of older cultures, Babylonians, for example, that say we came from the ocean. Mm -hmm. And it's not that far-fetched because, as we all know, science tells us that all life originated in the sea. That's true, that's true. And human embryos, when they're developing, they develop in these weird little fish forms while in the womb. 
which is gives you know like we talked about in the pirate episode mm-hmm. which is why babies have this natural ability to learn how to swim fast oh yeah like those videos when they throw the baby in the just, water just, just like, lob the chuck, babies yeah. in the water Get him. Fire in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> chucking babies in pools imagine but, if that was your job just oh, chucking babies in the pool. I'll, do, I'll do it for free <laughs> <laughs> oh shit Little ugly motherfuckers. So, <laughs> could it be that we love mermaids because when we look at them, <laughs> but you don't love babies though. I don't love babies. <laughs> so, could it be that we love mermaids because when we look at them, when we see them, when we read of them, we could see a reflection of a different version of ourselves, a kind of what could have been. Mm. So, let me ask you guys and the listeners a question. Okay. Question. First, I'm going to need you guys to close your eyes, right? Not going to happen. When you picture a mermaid, what do you see? Achi? Ariel. Yeah. Right? Most, if not probably, all of us picture the same thing. A creature of lore whose, bot- whose head and body from the waist up is human with long flowing red hair, smooth skin, and as you know, my brother likes to say, so big ass titties. Whoa, whoa, whoa. But from the waist whoa, down, whoa. so from the waist down, they're scaly. I love all the titties. And have <laughs> the tail of a fish. Characteristics that we've all come to accept when it comes to mermaids. You know, ev- yeah. everyone knows what a mermaid is. Oh, yeah. fish, bottom, lower half, woman, top human, half, woman, yeah. human. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get a little more in-depth with some of these characteristics and the way different cultures viewed mermaids. So although we're used to thinking of mermaids as like the Instagram models of the sea, this wasn't always the case. There's an old Norwegian text called the King's Mirror, which is a fucking weird-ass book, which uh, you guys could read for yourselves. You can just follow the episode show notes and follow the link that I'm going to post. And in the King's Mirror, it describes mermaids a lot more different than what most of us picture. Mm-hmm. This is a dis- this is a paragraph, a small excerpt in this King's Mirror. The monster is said to have large hands, and its fingers are not parted, but bound together by a web like that which joins the toes of water fowls. Below the waistline it has the shape of, of a fish with scales and tails and fins. It is said to have this in common with the one mentioned before, because it talks about different kinds of mermaids. Right, right. It rarely appears except before violent storms. Its behavior is often somewhat like this. It will plunge into the waves and will always reappear with fish in its hands. If it then turns around toward the ship, playing with the fishes or throwing them at the ship, the ship will fail. The monster is described as having large... As the monster is described as having a large and terrifying face, a sloping forehead with wide eyebrows, a large mouth full of tiny teeth and wrinkled cheeks. That's how some that's how this Norwegian text describes mermaids. They describe them more as creatures than they do like these ethereal, right. magical, beautiful swimming merfolk. Har- harbingers of doom. Yeah, basically. The ancient Babylonians, they too had a mermaid in their culture, the god Ea. It first appeared as a human wearing a full cloak entirely made up of fish scales. There was just this dude in a trench coat, this lady in a trench coat, 
covered in scales. Mm. And then it eventually turned into a half human, half man. Mm. Then we have the Assyrian goddess. Even though we've learned that mermaids can be found in almost every culture, in almost every continent, there is one goddess that many believe is the inspiration to all the mermaid stories that have been told around the world for thousands and thousands of years. This goddess was the Assyrian goddess Atargatis. Atargatis was the goddess of the moon, feminine powers, and water. She was worshipped over 4,000 years ago in ancient Assyria, now modern-day Iraq. Arriving on Earth in an egg from the heavens, the egg landed in the Euphrates River where she was saved by a school of fish who nudged her egg to the shore. It's said that when she grew older and became ruler, she went to Zeus and asked him to put the symbol of the fish into the stars to show her gratitude to the ones who saved her life. Some legends say that this is how the constellation of Pisces came to be. Atargatis was well loved by her people, often shown sitting by the edge of the sea or ruling on her throne with two lions at her side. She was known as a fierce goddess of power and grace. She was in charge of the city's protection and well-being, and unlike many goddesses of her day, she was a wild protector able to channel the divine protection of a mother guarding her children, if need be. So according to legend, Atargatis fell in love with a mortal shepherd named Hadad, and they had a daughter named Semiramis, who later went on to become queen of Assyria. She became most well known for creating the famous hanging gardens of Babylonia. Later in life, Atargatis accidentally caused the death of Hadad. Overcome with grief and unable to live with her guilt, she attempted to kill herself by drowning in a lake near the ancient city of Ascalon. From there, legends say that her great beauty compelled the gods of the sea to save her, and she was transformed into a fish, and that is how the great myth of the fish-tailed goddess was born. Atargatis was worshipped in a temple dedicated to her in the ancient city where she tried to drown herself. It is said that it was entirely made of gold as well as the giant statue of her. A pool in the temple was filled with living fishes that were fed daily and taken care of. Her worshippers had to swim through this pool to reach her altar. In some roundabout way, the story of Etergadis takes us to the roots of the mermaid stories she inspired. With water being the element of emotions, and Etergadis going through a transformation because of a broken heart. The image of the mermaid contains the same traits and elements that Etergadis possessed, like the healing powers of water, that beauty cannot be hidden, the magic of womanhood and the connections between the moon, waves, and emotions. Sometimes waters can feel scary and threatening. We don't know what mysteries lie within the deep. Atargatis is the goddess of transformation, who guides her followers to face their fears and their darkest selves, so that they can love and appreciate all that they are.
So I don't have to tell anyone this, but what's the major giveaway that you spotted a mermaid and not just a naked lady in an ocean somewhere? What's the one thing that you would that will differentiate that you saw a mermaid and not a naked lady? What's one thing that you have to see for you to be like, oh, that's a mermaid and not a naked lady? Well, the bald half. Yeah. Right? right? Yeah. But did you know that not all mermaids are known to have tails? And what do they have? In Greek mythology, for example, water nymphs had the bottom half of a human as well. So for those of you confused about the difference between a water nymph and a mermaid, the only difference between these two is that a water nymph is born from gods and goddesses and mermaids aren't. Mm. They share the exact same characteristics, the same everything, except water nymphs are not always half fish from the bottom. They're also, they also have two legs, but they could, they could turn, they could transform. Water nymphs have the ability to be able to transform into anything. So oh, they're able, okay. as later on, we're going to find out some mermaids from different cultures, they too have this ability. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, when someone describes a water nymph, they mean a mermaid that's born from a goddess. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference. There are some mermaids that don't have tails, but that's really rare. Mm -hmm. But when someone says a water nymph, just picture a, uh, a mermaid born from a god. And mermaids are just mermaids born from other merfolk. Mm -hmm. That's the only difference between those two. Mm -hmm. um, if to make things, if you want to make things a little easier, think the same rationale that CJ and Mahalik used from Scary Movie Three when they were having when they were having their paradox arguments. What's wrong, George? You ever wonder when it's time to stop living up here and start living down here? No. But what if we stop living over here and move over there? Shit, my aunt Shaniko used to live over there, man. But that bitch got evicted, though. Where? Yeah, this is. What for? Mice. Mice? I thought she had rats. No, man, rats are outside. Mice are inside. Yo, but what if a mouse goes outside? Does it become a rat? And if a rat is in the house, is it a mouse? I ain't never seen no mouse outside. Though. That's what I'm saying. That's because it's a rat, fool. Hey. Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. <laughs> so, got it? Good. Now let's move on. So Aphrodite, who many experts say helped popularize the mermaid, like shtick, who helped popularize mermaids in general, mm -hmm. also had a fishy origin story and early images of her. She was said to also be riding her magical dolphin while her male escorts of mermen rode beside her. But they, ex but they say escort. By escort. Do you just mean like? Do they, you think they mean security guards, yeah, or do you, or do they mean the no. fun? No, 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 come on, no. come on, come on, come on. I, I mean, just, but I'm, we don't judge though. We don't I'm judge, judge, you know. Yes, it's obviously the fun. Huh. Yep. So many cultures have their mermaids under the same category as other magical beasts, and because of it, many cultures have their mermaids with special abilities. One, specifically. And that is the ability to magically transform themselves from their fish hybrids into two-legged humans. Legends speak of mermaids being able to live among humans for long periods of time, with some even having families who don't even know that they're half fish. So is that good, huh? <laughs> Yeah. Legends in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, and that whole area, they speak of Selkies. Just mm -hmm. like the amazing Between the Birds and the Song. 
Selkies are people who wear the skin of seals in order to live in the ocean and only come to shore to take back with them human lovers. And in order for them to do that, they would come ashore, remove the seal skin, and then walk amongst us as ordinary women. If you happen to discover the, pres the presence of a Selkie, it is said that if you find its sea pelt and take it away from them, they cannot return back to the sea. Yep. So if you take their seal skin, they can't go back to the sea. Another shapeshifting mermaid appears in Teutonic Legends, the Nixies. They could change shape at will. Whenever they fuck they wanted, and they could take the form of anything from a human to a snake. But you can spot one if they're in human form because they would have a small slit at the top of their ear. Another mermaid with, with a hilarious name, the Yak Yak. Uh, what? what? Yak Yak, not Gok Gok. Yak Yak. <laughs> so, the the Yak Yak. Hey, what's up, girl? I heard you got the Yak Yak back down. Yeah! Yeah! Yak Yak. I don't know about No. Oh, shit. That was me. That was me. That was me. <laughs> so, <laughs> the, so the Yak Yaks, that's another type of mermaid, and they are found in small sacred bodies of water. They can transform into dragonflies. What? They are your typical looking mermaid, except for the fact that their hair is said to look like seaweed. Ugh. <laughs> Slimy. Ugh. Jesus. turn dragonfly? Fuck. One really interesting thing about the mermaids and their ability to be able to shift from water spirit to human is what it could possibly symbolize. As we all know, and as you've heard today, all life came from the ocean. So could it be possible that the shift described in so many stories and so many legends could symbolize humans' own evolutions from sea trash to creatures of the sea to finally human? And is this some sort of subconscious yearning to return home? To the source from which we literally all came from. So growing up, what was your guys' first experience of what this mermaid looked like. And Moses said, what do you what do you think about when you say mermaid? But what was the first experience of like you learning about mermaids and what they look like? Where'd you find out? Where'd you read it? Where'd you see it? Mine was the little mermaid. Was it? Yeah. yeah. And like we have this depiction of this beautiful woman, bottom half fish, top half human. And you mentioned it where the first encounter of a story of, of, of a mermaid was the goddess Atagatis, and that was 2000 BC. But as I go and jump into my segment of the different mermaids from around the world, and how Moses mentioned, I started to notice that not every single mermaid was depicted in that same way. So first up, we have the Russian mermaid called Rusalka. Hell yeah. Now this Russian version of the mermaid is in the Adidas tracksuit from 
from just the top hat. <laughs> and swims in vodka. <laughs> it swims in vodka? Yep, yep, yep. Oh, she cannot survive without vodka. Bro, that's... Oh, yeah. I'll die. I'll die. Shut up. Stop being a bitch. Drink vodka. <laughs> we Russian. We don't drink water. We drink vodka. What? That's how y'all sound. I'm remain telling Russian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Russian gangsters. Oh, shit. Oh. I'll be mad as fuck. Now, much of the tale of the Rusalka is made to portray her as someone nice and helpful since it's said that she yeah. waters the crops during spring. The real story, however, has a much darker portrayal of her. Which, I mean, of course. Yeah. Can, can, it's hard to imagine anything else but that. Now, Rusalkas are said to be the ghosts of women who have been terribly murdered by drowning. As revenge... They lure both men and children into the waters to face the same fates as they once and did. And children? And children. That's they're fucked like, up. Like, fuck them kids. <laughs> <laughs> now, there, there aren't many artist depictions of the Rusalka other than she is a woman who has a very pale complexion, almost appearing ghost-like. So next time you see a very pale woman in the lakes of Russia, just make sure that you're not a man nor a child or else you'll be fucked. How do I make what? Up? I ain't going to Russia. <laughs> Don't go by a lake in Russia. That's the reason why I'm not going to Russia because of mermaids, not because of everything else. <laughs> that's the only. Yeah, that's your main worry. You don't have to worry about anything. Else. Imagine, imagine a beautiful mermaid, a Russian mermaid. It talks like a fucking Russian gangster. Okay, I'll be mad as fuck. <laughs> it's like trying to lure you. It's like trying to lure you in that in that Russian, that thick Russian accent. And then Moses mentioned this already. The Selkies, they're actually a Scottish mermaid. And like you mentioned. Don't stalk yourself out there, buddy. Fuck Scottish mermaids. I got mad and I swung on my (laughs) mic. They really do mind their own. And if they ever do go online, when they do, it's when they shed their skins. There's really not much as far as like specific to them, what they do or anything. That's just like, that's, that's what their main ability is. They have these... What is it? Seal skin, right? Yeah. And the thing is, some of them, if they do take off their skins and they're on land for so long, they forget that they are mermaids. And okay. They just so, kind of so, live a human life. So, so if someone finally get you know gives them their skin, or they find out that that's their skin, they start realizing, oh shit, I was a mermaid, and they start longing for the sea. And they immediately want to go back into the ocean. So you're saying one of us could be one of the motherfuckers? And we don't know. We don't know. And we don't know. Wait. So they they have seal skin. Yeah. It's, it's like a type of seal skin. Yeah, it's like, a yeah, type of seal yeah, skin. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that, okay. like, it's like, like a cloak yeah. type of thing. Yeah. You put over the seal. So they're like bonded to it? It's like a bondage? Yeah, yeah. Right. Like where like they can't just be like, oh, yeah, like that's her home. I'm, you know, I'm getting another one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no. Uh, no you can't just give them another one. And be like, here, try this one on. It's like, nah, bro. It's one. It's one size fits me, not one size fits all. Uh, yeah, yeah. Imagine they're fucking. It's been years, and they finally find their pout, and they're remembering, and it's like las tortillas. <laughs> we go back. To she, you know what? <laughs> pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. They were sent out to get tortillas. <laughs> no, they left the stove on because they were just gonna go outside oh. real quick. And then, you know, ten years happened. <laughs> it's been ten years. The kids yeah. are all dead. House is on fire. Yeah. Underwater. Under, underwater. Yeah, underwater. And then, like, they could be having families. They'd be having ch- bearing children and stuff like that. And the minute they find out that they're mermaids, they're just like, well, "That's my life. Peace out." They're like, "Figure oh, it out." Oh, I fucked up. <laughs> oh, I fucked up. 
fucked in cancer was. Basically, just like, that's my life. Y'all figure it out. Bye-bye. Next, we have African mermaids. That's what I'm going to do if I have families and I just dip on my family. Like, what happened? I'm going to tell them I'm a, I'm a merman. <laughs> I got to go back to my original <laughs> fa- I fucked up. My bad. Mouths. Audis. No one told me this. Just figured it out myself. Just remember. Just stand on me. Shut the fuck up. You know merman. Yeah, of course. I'm a vampire. Shut up, bitch. No, you're not. It's fucked up. Actually, a mermaid vampire. <laughs> I'm a hybrid. I'm a hybrid. I'm a hybrid of a hybrid. Don't, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. I'm trying to think of one. Stop, stop the name. Stop trying to think. Don't think. Just mute. A mermire? Or vamp maid? Go on, go on, Achi. I'll figure it out by the end of the episode. Let me know. So we got African African mermaids, and they're called the Mamiwata. Sounds like muddy water. Oh, I was thinking of. Titty milk. Like, that's another <laughs> word for titty milk. Mommy water. Oh. You know what? <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm disgusted about that shit. I hardly get fucking disgusted. But this right. actually roughly translates to water spirit. And the mommy wata is one Good. one of the type of kind of borderline mermaids because they sometimes describe themselves as mermaids or half human and half lizard. Kind of like, you know, these... Amphibious, right? Yeah. Amphibious creatures um, that are kind of like snake charmers. And sometimes they kind of use them interchangeably. The story of the Mami Wata was created on the slave ships on its way to the Americas. It said that this creature is allowed to morph into any animal except they don't truly morph fully because their upper half will always stay human. And the Mami Wata is also associated with healing, fertility, and sex. Now we got the Brazilian mermaid. Whoa. Now, whenever shit goes wrong while walking through the Amazon, especially if you live in Brazil, you blame it on this mermaid called the Yara. Now, she is the Amazon mermaid of Brazil. Much like sirens, this is another serpent like mermaid that lures men to her and completely vanish without a trace. Legend goes that if you are roaming through the Amazon in Brazil, Yara will hypnotize you with their vibrant green eyes and convince you to be her full-time lover and live in her underwater palace with her. But if you encounter this woman, just make sure you run the F away because what goes down will never come back up. Now we have the Japanese mermaid. Now, here goes a little weird history crossover episode for y'all because I'm going to be taking you to one of our previous episodes on Japanese yokai. Because up next, we have a mermaid that really isn't easy on the eyes compared to the previous ones we talked about. The ningyo is a mermaid that basically is mostly fish, but its head is of a woman and the mouth of a monkey. Now, Japanese folklore mentions ningyos as these mythical mermaid-like creatures that you must pay no attention to because although it's said although it's said that eating a ningyo will give you eternal youth and beauty catching one will cause you to be cursed by bringing storms and misfortune to your village so sure you'll look nice and beautiful but now you just fucked up your whole town Man, fuck my town bro <laughs> fuck my town but you live there too i don't give a fuck no i'm just kidding now we got the New Zealand mermaid. The hobbits? 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, they recorded it. They, 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 Wait, what? They were, you, the museum? That's where they did uh, Lord of the Rings, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. They're all fucking... What does it have to... Oh, look at the, the New Zealand mermaids. I'm like, yeah. oh, they're little, they're little mermaids. Oh. They're either little mermaids or huge mermaids because of the New Zealanders that live there. Oh, it's true. Now we're going to take you to one of my bucket list travel places, New Zealand. The Marikiyo is a New Zealand version of the mermaid. And these are part of the Maori culture, which are often depicted in carvings. The Marikiyo are seen as the guardians of the oceans. They are much like their Japanese counterpart, but with a very long fish tail and long tubular tongue. What's odd though about the Marikiyo is that although they are seen as guardians of the ocean, they're the ones that get blamed for destroying canoes and swallowing all other fish. So make up your mind, New Zealand. Are they guardians of the ocean? Or not. Or, or they're not. Hey, when you said tubular, did you mean like tubular as like it's as long? Like, yeah, like serpent-like. Oh, I, th- yeah. I, I was going to ask you that or you were saying like tubular. <laughs> like had like a gnarly tongue. Does any? I mean, I don't, I don't hang out with, I don't know any surfers, but has that ever been said? Or is that just like a movie thing? I, I'm, I'm asking. I'm, I don't know. Any Venice bros listening <laughs> to the podcast? Do y'all say tubular still? Any OC bros? Uh, keep us up to date with uh, the surfer lingo. With the surfer slang. Remember that one video of that one surfer that was describing the oceans? Like describing his, his, his last oceaner or like... No. It's like some dude with short hair. And he's just like literally just making freaking sound effects. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, how 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 are the oceans today? Like, how was your surf sesh? He's just like, and I went in, and he's like, kabow, and I just whoop out. Nice. That's literally his interpretation. <laughs> fucking comic book, fucking bam, whoop yeah, out. <laughs> Batman comes out, whoop out. Now we have French mermaids. Oh, oui. Oui, oui. Now here's one place I never thought mermaids would be a thing. That's in France. The, the menu scene is this mermaid of Europe, but it also has been talked about in Germany, Luxembourg, and Albania. And they all have their varying tells of the, mezzo, the menu scene. But the general characteristics include serpent, light tail, and occasionally show wings. And the tail of the menu scene goes like this. Her parents were high royals. Her father was a king of Scotland, and her mother was a mythical fairy. Now once, Melusine was so angry with her father for mistreating her mother that she locked him up in the mountain. Upon hearing the news, her mother was in anguish for what Melusine did and punished her by turning her into a mermaid. However, this would only happen on Saturdays. Why Saturdays? I don't know, but it did make it really hard for her to find a suitor because no one was allowed to know of her mermaid transformation. Fun fact. Melozine is actually what was inspiration for the mermaid logo for Starbucks. Oh, oh the, the twin, yeah, the with the twin, with the twin tail or whatever. Only on Saturdays, huh? Only on Saturdays. I'm gonna fuck up your weekend every time. You <laughs> <laughs> turn a fucking mermaid. I'll be mad as fuck. Can't go out partying. I can't do shit. Nah, bro. Nah. I, I can't enjoy Friday night because it's gonna hit Saturday soon. Yep. yep right. Yeah. Right. The night starts late on yeah, Fridays. Bro. You, you're the mer- you're the Cinderella mermaid. And then Sundays, ain't no one trying to hang out on Sundays. No, bro. You get some you party mean, on Tuesdays. What you mean, bro? You're a mermaid. You go to Atlantis. You're not welcome there, bro. 
Especially not you. You're not too mermaid, and you're, 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 you're too human for the mermaids, and you're too mermaid for the humans. Fuck a shark, do something. Fuck a shark, do fuck something. Fuck a shark. I don't know. Whoa, what that's, the fuck? That's, that's what mermaids do. They fuck man. sharks. I don't know. I don't know. I thought, I thought you knew. I thought you were a mermaid. No, I'm not. Man, I know dolphins fuck with sharks. They bully the fuck out of them. Have you seen those videos? Bro, dolph <laughs> dolphins are assholes. Yeah, dolphins are assholes. They're dicks, really? dude. Yeah, they're assholes, Like, sharks just mind their own business, and then dolphins are like, hey, bro. A pack of dolphins <laughs> come, start fucking fuck with the shark. They flip the shark upside down so the shark can't do anything. They just start poking it and start fucking and, it up. And then it dies because it can't breathe when it's fucking And it's all the down. weight lands on really? the tongue. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they just leave. They don't even eat it. They just, they just fuck. Uh, I forgot what else they fuck with. They, they fuck with a lot of fucking fishing, bro. They yeah. rape themselves. Like, they like they gang rape other female dolphins. What? Yeah, like a bunch of dolphins. Like Damn, so bro. The dolphins are assholes. Well, I mean, so is Free, free Willy, too. Or, yeah, the oh, orcas? Yeah. yeah, the killer. Well, I mean, they call yeah. killer whales. For yeah. yeah, bro. Yeah, those yeah. fuck with, <laughs> with a lot of seals and yeah, champagnes, bro. dude. Yeah. They didn't yeah. eat them sometimes. They yeah, just they fucking just... punch, toss them in the air. Damn, and they're just, right, cool. the assholes of the sea? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, like that one. It's one of those Instagram pages. Nature is metal. It's one of those. Oh, yeah. they, they show. <laughs> it's fuck like this killer. This orca grabs a, a full blown seal yeah, yeah. and just, it's lobbing it right. It yeah, lobs yeah. it in the air like, bro, like twenty feet, and it's coming down. And all the orca comes with its tail, flicks it up, and then it goes even higher. This is hacky sacking a freaking yeah, seal, yeah, and then yeah. they just fuck yeah. with it for like they fuck with it for a while, and you can tell it's wild because the video time lapses. Yeah, like like the video like. Like it just goes, cuts yeah, yeah. to, and they're still fucking with it. And then, like the video ends with like the fucking sea lion just on the water, and the orcas are like going the other way. They didn't even bother eating it. Damn, assholes, bro. Is that a spirit animal? No, see, but see, now I feel as guilty when we spill oil <laughs> in the ocean. <laughs> Cause fuck them, fuck them, fuck these rapey dolphins. <laughs> these rapey dolphins. All right, now, go, going down to the rest of our list. Now we're going to change it up a bit. We're going to be talking about mermaids. We've been talking about mermaids this entire time, so now we're going to talk about mermails. Oh, mermans? Mermans. Then in Ireland, we have these uh, mermails called the marrow. Now, mermails are said to be once human, but after putting on this magical cap called the coolest Droth, it turns them into these marrows. Now, there are female marrows, which resemble a typical, beautiful, half-human fish, half-human, half-fish, mermaid, with the exception of having green hair. Like I mentioned earlier, there, there are mermaids as well, and the male marrows are said to be these ugly, grotesque creatures that are more fish-like fish, uh, humanoids rather than the typical half and half. So I think these might be the ones that you mentioned earlier. And they're believed to be so cruel to the female marrows that they would rather mate with a human than with their own kind. And they're often described as having green skin, wet fingers, and then like gills on the top of their head. Top of their head? Yeah. Like right by where their ears are. That's where their, their gills would be. And last but not least, we have the Finfolk mermaid from Norway. They're probably the least mermaid-like creature in the spectrum of mermaids because they are mostly considered as shapeshifters of the sea. They are considered nomads and don't really choose between living just in the sea or on land and alternate 
throughout. They often abduct humans and treat them more like servants than they do spouses. They're also so infatuated by silver, so if you ever want to escape one, you just distract them by throwing a silver coin through the other direction. I could just throw a fucking nickel <laughs> the opposite way. They're like, fuck! <laughs> Imagine, like, a, if they know it, like, yeah. they know, like, hopefully they don't throw silver and throw silver. It's like, fuck! Like, he's God forced to go damn, chase it. God like, damn it, he's into his pockets. Fuck! Isn't it like fucking <laughs> vampires when you, like, throw shit on the ground? So they count? start counting? Yeah. And these are nine do right, do right, mermaids right. from around the world. If you could choose one fish, if you could choose one fish to okay. ride to be your transportation at sea, what, what would it be? be? You know what I would choose? A Megalodon. <laughs> I wasn't even thinking about that. That would be your, your ride? I, could, I mean, are, you ta are, are we talking existing fish now? Nah, anything, anything. 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 Oh, Look bro. At anything I right want, now comes top of your head. Kaiju. I, want, I want that like... A that kaiju? <laughs> Fuck. I'm, I'm riding I'm riding Godzilla like the Green Ranger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm standing on top of his fuck. If that's the case, I'll fucking book. I'll ride Lugia, bro. Lugia. Don't be ridiculous, I'll cheat. <laughs> Alright. Don't be fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Take this yeah. seriously. But yeah, I'll ride I'll ride the shit out of Godzilla. Yeah, I'll ride Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> I ride a kaiju. Oh my gosh. Damn. Imagine Lapras. That's what I was thinking first. Lapras would be sick, right? Bro, I'm I'm choosing Gyarados, bro. You, don't, you know you, what? Oh, right. you look like Red Gyarados. Ooh, remember? You like Taminen? Like remember fucking what's his face? That one dude who, who replaced Brock, the photographer, in the second season. You know how he rode a Gyarados? Oh yeah. yeah. I always look hard as fuck. He looked hard as fuck. I forgot about that. Also, also in the Pokemon first movie. Hey, does Gyarados ever close his mouth? Nah, he just mouth breather all day. <laughs> <laughs> He just, he just hyper beams the fuck out of everything. <laughs> he just dragon rages 24-7, bro. Uh, anyway, so yeah, after we All ride right. our kaijus and lapisillas and, uh, yeah. Nice. So we're going to talk about different counters. What We talk about different cultures, uh, talking about different mermaids, right? Mm -hmm. So now we're going to go and visit Scotland, right? All right. But to right. be more specific, we're going to visit the Orkney Islands in Scotland. Okay, okay. And I'm talking about certain encounters that they dealt with. Tell me about it. All right. Yeah, so you saw a mermaid? <laughs> so you saw a mermaid? And, uh, <laughs> that looked, was it. They looked out into the water, and there it was. <laughs> <laughs> you that's, know what, bro? <coughs> that's pretty what, much what, I went. I'm hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> With, oh, shit. Imagine living in that time, right? Would How... how how descriptive would you be with like shit like this? Because that's that's the only way they could record these events. I'd be a horrible like depictor of you history. You'll be that surfer. Like, I'll be like, it was like, wow, it was like, girl, the hair. Swoosh. I looked out and I was like, fuck. And he looked at me and I was like, shit. And then I saw the hair and I was like, whoa. <laughs> and we were like, fuck. And that's the the first de depiction of of our encounter with the mermaid. Alright, go out with yourself. Okay, 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 okay. So, <laughs> up first, we have something that's called the Deerness Mermaid, as they called it. Probably the most famous of the mermaid sightings in Orkney. Took place over a few summers around 1890. That's a lot of fucking summers. At this time, there are a series of sightings of, quote unquote, this creature that came to be known as the Deerness Mermaid. A regular visitor to Newark Bay in Deerness, the mermaid went on to its archive as considered fame with hundreds of eyewitnesses swearing to this encounter. 
there was a lot of people that saw this mermaid, this dearness mermaid. Now, from document reports, it appears the mermaid stayed some distance from the shore. So, exact details are vague. So, they saw this from afar. But one account does provide a good description of a sighting. And, as you will see, it was a far cry from the archetypical storybook mermaid. And the description goes as follows. It is about 6 to 7 feet in length. Has little black head with neck a snow white body and two arms and in swimming it just appears like a human being at times it will appear to be sighting on a sunken rock and will wave and work its hands so this is the most famous sighting there in had a little head <laughs> had a little black head, <laughs> a little head and, small it's doing, and it's doing the mexican thing like on a rock it's just like <laughs> It's doing the, the triple H. <laughs> triple H. <laughs> Pretty much. No, no, triple, triple H, right? Triple, yeah, triple H. H like, the whole suck it thing. Yeah. Like the accounts, it might as well be like that. Because again, all these people saw at the same time this figure from afar. Again, this mermaid. A couple of times he's seen it just from afar. And I guess one individual was a bit more close. Closer to it than the rest of the people. And that's how he described it. Like, but, what's your name? <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> Alright, so this is the most famous encounter there. And up next, we have another encounter that was reported in 1913 and detailed multiple sightings of this quote-unquote mermaid in the deep waters of southeastern coast of Oi. And the description goes as follows. Ralph Taylor and crew, when visiting their lobster creoles the other day, saw a strange creature which looked like a mermaid close by the foot of the old man. It rose out of the water to height of three feet and looked like a lady with a shawl around her shoulders, streaming down her face. This is the third occasion it has been seen at close range by them. The oldest people have never seen anything like it before and wonder what it can be. Some think it must be the Dearness Mermaid, uh, the Dearness Mermaid on tour. This was on September 13, 1913. People are saying, hey, this could be the same fucking mermaid that the Dearness motherfuckers saw mm -hmm. in the 1890s, but on tour, just going around. Just going around like, fuck you, Fuck too. you, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. And then up next, it's from the text, the Norse text called The King's Mirror, right? And, it, and it's a description of a merman encountered at sea. And the description goes as follows. This monster is tall and of great size and rises straight out of the water. It has shoulders like a man, but no hands. Its body appeared to grow narrower, narrower from the shoulders down, so that the lower down it has been observed, the more slender it has seemed to be. But no one has ever observed it closely enough to determine whether its body has scales like a fish or skin like a man. Whenever the monster has shown itself, men have always been sure that a storm would follow. Right? And this is whole encounter, right? And... When it comes to mermaids, people will always, there will always be a side where they believe in mermaids, but when it comes to scientific evidence, there still hasn't been any solid concrete proof that there are mermaids that exist. That we could be like, okay, there are mermaids. Like, here's a mermaid skeleton. But there are records, right? Not scientific records, but records all throughout the world in different cultures all around the world, yeah. which they depict the same type 
mm-hmm. of quote unquote creature, mm-hmm. which all came to be what we call a mermaid or a mermel or different races of mer of of mermaids. So some people are saying, well, maybe it's a phenomenon going because whenever there's a mermaid or whatever, storms were brew, right? Or people will see it during a storm. So a recent study of the atmospheric conditions may hold the key to this. So every time you see a mermaid, the, the description is always it's tall, right? It's, it has broad shoulder and then it slams down, down to the waist and lower. Yeah. So the fact that the storm generally followed their sightings in the cold northern waters surrounding Orkney, the warmer air that precedes the storm mixes in the layer over the sea, creating a swirling mass of air. Right, just shoo pow just fucking shoo What? Just the wind's like, right? And this vortex of air constantly changing the temperature acts as a distorting lens that exaggerates the height of an object at sea level, but not its width. So the whole description of being skinny and narrow, yeah, yeah. right? When it comes to seeing a mermaid storm, something like that, they could be like, okay, maybe they saw a seal pop up. And with the distorting image of lens, right? Uh-huh. They, that's they probably that's what they saw. Bro, a oh, seal will pop right, up. When, when a you... seal will peak up, and then all these seeds of broad shoulders and stuff like that. But how ugly <laughs> were women back then that you couldn't tell a seal? I mean, these were from... encounters. <laughs> well, like, like because you... Christopher Columbus also noted that he saw yeah a mermaid, but it was actually a fucking seal. No, I mean it wasn't. That's just the examples that that's could what they're debunk, saying yeah. to debunk it. Debunk but it. he saw it like in the middle, like it. No, Archie. <laughs> no, <laughs> it wasn't a fucking seal. Yeah. Damn, these women were ugly back then. Is that a girl or a seal? <laughs> but yeah. So even in ancient Egypt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there was hieroglyphs of what people would debate are mermaids mm. or prisoners. So for the mermaid aspect, right? So for so for the mermaid aspect of people that believe these are mermaids, uh-huh. there would be wall depictions, right? You know how there's always drawings yeah. and stuff like that mm-hmm. of us humans, right? Chasing, right? The so the theory behind this is like we chased out these creatures, uh-huh. these quote unquote mermaids that we call them now. Okay. Again, we were very territorial. We needed food sources. We needed land to provide you know sources to survive uh-huh. so we chased so we had battles with these creatures and we forced them into hiding so we just fucking them up and then they were forced to go deep into the ocean uh-huh. right and to this day we're still finding right like the last decade we found two different species of whales that we've had no idea existed what? and we barely mm, covered like surface right. of the ocean right? Right, right so speculations are like yeah it could be that these mermaids are still hiding but deep right these mermaids are still hiding yeah. but deep in the ocean right so these depictions of us men right stick figures with spears right throwing it and you see these creatures or human as well they the the upper is human but in the back you, can, you see yeah or the lower half you'll see these fins on the bottom of the feet right but then, but then there's people that are trying to debunk this, saying no, these these were man-made. Well, obviously these were man-made uh, depictions of it, but it was falsified. Because there's 
what they call cave swimmers back in days were. Oh, There's okay. other depictions of humans swimming, right? But they don't have those tails, those, mm -hmm. those fins. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are saying, no, the, it, it, it could just be someone uh, fucking around with it. But it's still old. They're old. Yeah. They're old. So it's like, yeah. okay, no one can just fuck with it, you know, and create their own. Yeah. Which is crazy because in this depiction, you see them swimming away deeper into the ocean, right. but they're swimming with other whales and other. Well, it's mainly just whales, right? Right, and th and there's other encounters where, uh, where um, you they would see these whales, right, as an escort, and in the middle you'll see a flock of little a flock of yeah. mermaids and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, and then going back to the debunk, some of the images uh, looks like a mermaid, right? It looks like right they're standing up right but on where the knees would be bent right that's where people will see the fin but right like, okay so it's the mermaid but a lot of people are saying no because if you look at other emblems and symbols of how ancient egypt will describe prisoners right they have their own symbols and one of the symbols most common is they will have the prisoner on their knees right and their hands will be connected to their heels so it looks like that bent that bent uh, shape. Um, shape, which you right. would think it would be a mermaid, but then again, right? Um, some of the um, emblems, the prisoners, comparing the prisoner to like the mermaid, the mermaid ones, it's completely different. It's right? completely different in the sense of how their body language, like, is. Right. right? Most of the body language of a prisoner, it's it's always like sad or like their body positions like fuck, like they're fucked. Mm -hmm. But the mermaid ones, or the mermels, whatever. They're standing up, like, studio, just like, you know, the statue's big, whatever. But you see that bang. Suffle? Section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot of people um, so that will try to debunk, yeah, debate. Like, no, it's fake. No, I mean, yeah, sci scientifically, we do not have these records. But we do have records of ancient Egypt. And, and, and you know, all around the world, or different cultures, cultures going at the same time, depicting the same creature mm -hmm. as we know as mermaids. Right, and these are just a quick encounters of in Scotland, mm -hmm. in the islands of Orkney. Mm -hmm. There's so many more all around the world. Yeah. If you want to learn more, right, about mermaids, we got some fun facts for y'all. We do, we do. Some fun facts. You know, I love fun facts. Actually, you love fun facts. Of course, you love fun facts. Who doesn't like fun facts? You don't like fun facts. If you don't like fun, fun facts, you fun love facts? you love fun facts now. <laughs> Little fun facts. They say fun facts three times. Who you talking to? You're talking to this this goofy ass motherfucker <laughs> over here. Start us off, most. Start us off with some, fun, some facts. fun facts. Well, uh, you want some, yeah, want yeah, some yeah. fucking fun facts? <laughs> yeah, give us some fun right. facts, bro. It's gonna be our segment of fun facts. Did you know? Oh shit! Oh shit! That mermaids appear in the Bible story of Noah's fucking ark. I did not know that. So, there's a 15th century illustration that is based off an old telling of the Great Flood, and it pictures a fucking mermaid, which is on the screen behind me. You guys want to look at it? People listening. Sucks to suck. Not just playing. You get to go on our Instagram <laughs> and you guys will see this painting, uh, this illustration, and it's literally Noah's Ark, and it's literally a house on a boat with a sad dog, just outside, and a cat about to fucking kill itself. But in the water, you see a mermaid combing her hair, looking herself in a mirror, in a mer, in a mer. In a mer. You see a fucking mer dog, <coughs> and a merman. 
with better looking titties than the than the mermaid. I'm, that's a merman. That's a merman. That's a merman. He got some pecs, bro. Yeah, no, he has pec. They're, they're only on one side of his body. What? They're not on the right. They're just on the left. I see a zoom that shit in, bro. Zoom in on them titties real quick. That's it. As far as it zooms in. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> yeah, that's that's my fun fact. That's my first fun fact. Even the Bible Seven acknowledges ages. that mermaids were a thing. Even the Bible. I mean, but are you surprised? The Bible? No. You know, no. I'm surprised that they included Murdogs. That's her dogs, bro. Bro, there's no mention of. of Bro, what surprised half, it's half a seal. animal have it's a seal animal. It's a seal. What's bro. surprising me is that you see Noah. You know what? He's yeah. Is, or what if that's just a seal? What over here saying it's a Murdoch? That's her dogs. Murdoch. That's not a seal. It's a Murdoch. Look at his ears. All right, listeners, <laughs> go to our Did they have whiskers. Go, go to our Instagram. You can see this picture. You can see this picture. Let us know right in the center. There's this little red thing. Is that a Murdoch or what? Just a seal? Seal. Vote Murdoch or vote vote Seal. Uh, you know, that way we could have something cool on Instagram or something. I don't know. <laughs> so we have more content. Yeah, all right. Hey, that's my first. That's my first. Okay, okay, okay. So right. did you know mermaids were originally created for the personification of water deities? Right? These mystical creatures were initially created for personifying, for personifying the water deities of ancient civilizations. Because of the endless supply of foods, uh, food by sea, Mermaids were celebrated as the bringers of life and fertility. They are also considered as the forces of great nature, power, and destruction as well. You didn't know that, did you? No. But did you know? Oh shit! Oh shit! That according to the Greeks, if you steal a water nymph's scarf, you can mm-hmm. force her to marry you. <laughs> Excuse me. If steal you what? steal a water nymph's scarf, some water nymphs have scar- oh in Greek. In Greek mythology, mm-hmm. water nymphs they have scarves. If you steal the scarf from this water nymph, you can force her to marry you. They're like, Did you know mermaids have powers over elements? Over elements? Yep. All mermaids. We got airbenders, firebenders. Yep. yep. Fucking what? bam! <laughs> all mermaids own powers, and they possess the same powers over all elements, and some distinguish powers as well. Well, those mermaids who do not have prior knowledge of their special powers are able to discover only one or two powers throughout their lives. This happens because the power activates only after the occurrence of certain emotion or motion. For instance, full moon can grant extra or more powers to mermaids. Didn't know that, huh? If this is powerful, why can't they ride a bike? See? Fuck that. that powerful. Did you know How dare you? that there is a medical term for a fatal form of sleep apnea named after the type of mermaid? What? Oh. The Ondine, right? So, in the story, Sleep of Ondine, the mermaid catches her man thotting around and curses him. <laughs> for as long as you are awake, you shall breathe. But should you ever fall into sleep, that breath will desert. Eventually, the man can no longer stay awake and falls asleep, and then dies. And the that's uh, a condition. The condition is called uh, the sleep of Ondine. The uh, sleep of Ondine. That's the so, medical term. So you die if you sleep apnea. If someone dies from sleep apnea, they die from the sleep of Ondine. That's the medical term for it. What the fuck? Damn, it's crazy. Did you know, mermaids are more confident than their counterparts, mermen? 
The male members of underwater race of the merfolk, called as merman, are supposedly more shy and secretive than their female counterparts. Nearly all stories suggest that mermen never came to the surface of the ocean, whereas mermaids have been very active in their appearances on the ocean surfaces. Kind of hard to be confident when you got shoulders and no arms. <laughs> oh, boy. You're just fucking floating around looking like a Love of tube of paste. <laughs> what? I don't know. Did you know that during the 17 and 1800s, the term mermaid and siren were code words for prostitutes? Uh, what? Yep. So I talked about powers. Okay. Right. So now I'm talking about the eight most common powers of these mermaids. Not only are they airbenders, waterbenders, but they have other powers. They got all the powers. They're OP. Hydrokinesis. Ability to control water with mind and hand. You need a bite for the bullshit. Hydrokinesis. Aerokinesis. Ability to control the wind. Hydrothermokinesis. Ability to boil or evaporate water. That is a bullshit power to have. Oh, I don't like this. Boiled. (laughs) Flame motherfucker up. Kind of hard to talk shit when you're boiling to death. Mm-hmm. Pyrokinesis, ability to start fire and summon lightning. Oh, That's fucked up. How epic would that be? Is this bitch Moltres? <laughs> you, bro. Cryokinesis, ability to create and control ice. Motherfucker. Fucked up Titanic. <laughs> right? Lyrokinesis, ability to turn water into gel-like substance. What is that could get creamed. What a lyrokinesis! That's the most bullshit one out of all of them. Imagine, imagine you're that one of the group. Uh, what do you do? I, I make gel. <laughs> I make gel. I, make, I create jello. I create. I make jello. Sticky, sauce. thick water. Now the most powerful one, all right, is a combination of all the motherfuckers, which is known as atmokinesis, which you possess all seven powers. That's fucked up. I want to see a mermaid. <laughs> you want to see a mermaid just fuck up the world, bro. No, I want to see one who has the second to the last power you mentioned. Oh, the lyrokinesis? Yeah. I want to see what you do with it. Ability that. to turn water into gel-like substance. Gel water. What? What? Oh, that's kind of powerful. If you're beefing it with, if you're beefing it with another mermaid, you're like, fuck this bitch. You just turn the water where she's into jello and they can't breathe. Can't move. That's pretty brutal. That is. It's like a stunt. Did you know that if you want to attract a mermaid, all you need to do is just give it something shiny? Oh, hence the silver coin. Yeah, they like the color red, orange, and yellow because it reminds them of the sun. So next time you're out at sea, throw one of them fake table-side apples people use for decorations. Just lob that shit out into the water and hope that the mermaid that attracts is also a throat goat. The yak yaks or what? The yak yaks. The gak gak. The gak The gak gak 9000s or what? But did you know Aquamarine is made out of mermaid tears? Wait, what? So for those who don't know, Aquamarine is a gemstone of the sea. Along with being a treasure, people also believe that this gemstone came from the tears of mermaids. They also believe that it can protect sailors who have hard time at sea or who fell in the water. Alright, but did you know 
that you need to speak Murmish if you're trying to find out what that mouth do. Murmish is a language used by mermaids above the water. And it's a combination of two languages. Well, mainly just one. And it's uh, men, it's mainly coastal human dialects, like Gula and Creole. Mm. Like that kind, but they sing it. They sing while they talk? They they use that. They use, like, for example, if, if, if it's a mermaid by, by Creole, yeah. or they speak Creole, they can't, they'll sing the language. Oh, oh kind of like some hair party shit. What the fuck do they sing? Yeah, remember? Also, uh, they're on some permanent glee shit, right? Oh, gee. Yeah, yeah they're, they're always singing. Yeah. You guys remember that part? Harry Potter? The- when they're in the tournament, uh, I forgot which one. The water, the, the thing screams. Yeah, that's why, but when you put it underwater, right, it sings, and you can hear their oh. language. Oh. Part of the clue. That. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Y'all make it seem like I'm the asshole here. What the fuck? What Harry Potter is this one? Uh, the second, uh, the, no. the tournament well, one. Yeah, the one where... Like, um, I'm not a big fan of Harry Potter, but I just remember seeing it. The one where um, the dude from Twilight dies. Yeah. The, the oh, one with three schools, the competition. Yeah, that's like the third, fourth one. But did you know mermaids... The Goblet can... of Fire. That's the fourth one. Nice. All right, sorry. It's, uh, it's, I had to say it. I just had... It was at the tip of my tongue. Right. Yeah, because... I don't blame uh, you. I don't blame you. I don't blame Some you. of our Harry Potter listeners are freaking yelling it out. The Goblet of Fire! The Goblet of Fire! <laughs> the fucking Goblet of Fire! It's like, thank God. <laughs> well, fuck me sideways, huh? But did you know mermaids can see through the future? Through the future? Through the future. Th- into Nazi, what? Exactly. Exactly. The northern merfolk are believed to be able to live in both freshwater and saltwater. They are also considered to fairly temperamental mermaids. They also have the ability to predict the future. Another belief exists that catching a sight of a mermaid by human beings can be a bad omen, which kind of makes sense why every time they would see a mermaid, what would brew? A fucking storm. Alright, but did you know that during the Middle Ages, the comb and mirror, two of the mermaids' most prized possessions, represented pride and vanity? Churches during this time used these symbols to warn people against engaging in these sins. Do not use a mirror because that means you're engaging in vanity. That's a sin. Don't use a comb because that means you're prideful in how you look. Look, be as bummy and as ugly as possible, and God will love you. That's what the church said. Did you know? I am not afraid of blood. <laughs> Wait, what? I just heard. So not afraid to be like, uh, I'll be your mayor. I'll tell you. You're like, fuck, you're like, fuck that. I'm going to hell. You start combing your hair. You start washing your face. Child, look pretty. Did you know? I'm out of fun facts. Right, you know, I'm on my last fun fact. Oh, shit. And did you know that the mermaid comb is considered a sex symbol? What? A mermaid's comb. comb. A sex symbol. It's a, se- it's, it's a okay. sex symbol. I like, I like, I like. And it's, I like. And it's sexy as fuck because of its underlying sexual implications. And what does it imply? Because in Greek, the word for comb also means pussy lips. What? Mm. Mm. 
So, so let's talk about some behaviors and attributes that mermaids also possess, some of which many cultures share, even though they were thousands of miles or hundreds of years apart. They all had titties. So first up, let's talk about the mermaid song. Mm. There's a mermaid song? Well, mermaid sing, remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, according to almost all legends and stories, a mermaid's voice slaps, right? Sometimes it slaps so hard that it kills. Oh. So we've all heard about the mesmerizing voice that lures sailors, pirates, men, basically, into the open seas, and they jump from their boats or, ro- or rush into the sea to GG themselves. There are stories where... Dudes are walking. There are stories of dudes walking on the beach with their family, and they hear us fucking mermaids singing, and they just rush into the ocean and just drown. Really? There's, sto- there's stories of pirates fucking driving next to an island or like a little piece of land. Island. And they hear a mermaid song, and they steer the pirate ship straight into the rocky shores. Hey, bro. You think Jenny 69's a mermaid? And the uber famous and super important. 1001 Nights, some of you may know it as Arabian Nights, which is a collection of Middle Eastern stories that gave us classics like, oh, I don't know, fucking Aladdin and Alibaba and the 40 Thieves. In it, it says that mermaid songs rendered sailors helpless and lured them to their doom. Hmm. So in the oldest fuck story of Odyssey, Odysseus is warned and told to be careful about the siren song. So, like fucking MacGyver, he ties himself to ship masts, to his ship's mast, and orders everyone to stuff their ear full of wax so they won't be driven mad. Full of wax? By the siren's call. So Can there are like toilet paper? Yeah, so there are some stories where the siren song actually hypnotizes people. Right. And they and they get and they get stuck on stupid and they end up killing themselves, yeah, yeah. right? So let me ask you guys this, the listener and you guys, a question. Do you think mermaids do it on purpose? Were they a cappella, like some you know, their banger to lure victims into like the forever memes? Or do you think that the victims kinda simply overreacted when they heard this majestic and beautiful song? Do you think the mermaids like overreacted? Like, oh, it's so good. I'm going to fucking die. Or do you think the mermaids sang on purpose to lure people in? Or do you think the mermaids were just singing and these dudes, because there's nothing out there, like, what the fuck is that? Maybe. And they would steer. Maybe a combination of both. Maybe it started off as a second one and they found out like, oh, shit, we can actually kill people with this. Yeah. Oh, well, it depends on the culture, right? You got the Japanese mermaids who said fuck kids and fuck men. No, that's not that one. Wasn't Japan? No. No, that's uh, I think there's a Russian. The Russian. The Russian. Yeah, Russian. yeah, yeah. They go Russian mermaids. Yeah. Right. See, but Russian mermaids were the were the spirits of women who died in the water. Yeah. So they are revengeful. Yeah. Maybe that's them. You kill me, I kill you. You know, some have said that chivalry led many men to death, many pirates and many sailors to death, mm-hmm. because while on sea, sailors would see mermaids floating on waves and think they are seeing women drowning so they would jump into the they would jump overboard rescue them and just end up drowning so some stories say that mermaids drag men they like down into the into the deep depths of the sea 
and accidentally drowning them, not realizing that we can't fucking breathe underwater. So like, wait, why? Oh, I like you. And they goofy ass <laughs> drag, <laughs> dragging my brother down into the water. Some of mice and men shit. Fucking why me? So my brother mentioned over and over again about storms. Because you're all mermaid too. You know? Yeah. Doesn't you're, mean they're gonna like me. Well, you're the like I'll fall like I. I see myself what? falling prey to vampires. You'll fall prey to a mermaid. Yeah. Fuck no. Yeah. Yeah. Right? That's not my what. Bro, if we're on a boat. If we're on a boat. First of all, I won't the, be on the boat. Bro, the number of so times. Got me fucked the up. number of times you say, would you fuck a mermaid? On our episode. It was twice. That's twice. That's many more times than we did. True. So you're twice as likely to die by a mermaid. Y'all never answered the question. Would y'all fuck a mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for a response. So other legends, they paint mermaids like a toxic ex-girlfriend. Hold on, hold on. You better add a poll on that. Would you fuck a mermaid? Or a merman? On our Instagram. I gotta find out. Would you fuck a mermaid? Next so post. other legends. Next post. Next post. I don't want to know how many of our listeners are monster fuckers. <laughs> what do you mean? Crypto fuckers. Yeah. People are going to fuck a mermaid are the same people that want to get fucked by Pennywise. And what? Venom. What the fuck? That's a thing? Yeah. So other legends paint mermaids, like I said, like a toxic ex-girlfriend, ready to drown a motherfucker. They link mermaids with storms and blame them for whipping them up to sink ships, like my brother previously mentioned. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Old stories even paint mermaids like evil omens. Bad luck to spot one while all at sea, because that means that bad weather was coming and your ass was not going to make it back home. A crazy belief that many sailors and pirates carried when it came to mermaids when it came to mermaids was that when a mermaid was spotted right before a storm she would let them know if they were going to live or die what you're all fucked <laughs> so according so what <laughs> shut up <laughs> what did you say I fuck you Tony so according to these salty <laughs> bastards uh-huh. after spotting the mermaid she will dive underwater and bring up a fish. If she played with the fish or throws it at the boat, <laughs> your ass is done. GG, you're going to die. The storm's going to take you out. But if she ate the fish or tosses it back into the water away from the boat, the sailors would make it through the storm. So imagine there's a, a, a fucking mermaid who's like a goofball. She grabs a fish and she's like pretending like she's gonna <laughs> like, like like she's gonna throw it like a football like ah 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 and the sailors are like oh, oh. She's like, ah 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 psych and then after all she's like nah y'all dead and she just throws it out there like y'all dead Jeez. I would love to see that the suspense all all the sailors all hurt just looking at the mermaid no 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 no, no, no. no. It, it's either gonna be fuck like we're fucked or they're gonna celebrate ah. and they're gonna fucking oh regardless they're gonna get drunk right. Good news or bad news? Fuck, we're gonna die. We're gonna die drinking. You think that's why there's so many? <laughs> so shook because they're drunk. Because <laughs> they're drunk, they're dehydrated and they're drunk. So another attribute that is a staple to the mermaid myth is their hair. Real, the real hair, no lace fronts here. Jeez. So we've all heard and read the stories of sailors or people in, like in general just encountering a mermaid. They would most likely be either swimming or combing their big, beautiful hair. But did you know that their hair was a huge part of why they were so good at seducing men? So mermaid hair made men so 
fucking horny that the Catholic Church had Catholic women covering their hair when they attended Mass because they did not want their hair to distract men. Hair. Barbara Walker, the author of The Woman's Dictionary of Symbols and Sacred Objects, explains this phenomenon. When a mermaid combs her hair, she's performing a type of magic. Hair traditionally represents strength. The mermaid's act of tending to her long hair signifies her efforts to nurture and enhance her personal power. So it's basically so it's basically a mermaid's way of turning Super Saiyan and how Goku and them go like, ah, they're powering up. That's, yeah. a, that's the mermaid's that's the mermaid's version. And she's singing, I'm a boss ass bitch, bitch, <laughs> there you bitch, go. bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> I'm so, bitch. before I end that, so before I end this episode, I want to talk about uh, this little interesting tidbit that I found online. So it was an essay written by a water mage known as Wonderwed of Carmelot, and this water mage claims to have examined the anatomy of mermaids in great lengths. Creepy. And it wrote, and this mage wrote an essay called Mermaids. A myth dissected, because that's exactly what she did. The mage did dissected mermaids, and in the mage reports, and in the report, the mage reports this: that a mermaid's bodily fluids are turquoise. So when it bleeds, it bleeds turquoise. What? Their glands secrete oil that protects them as they immerse themselves in water, and these glands are along the hairline. Which, is, which may explain why many mermaids are also seen combing their hair. Because they're putting yeah, this the gland, the, this oil all over their bodies. When they go into the water, the pressure doesn't crush them. Fucking destroy them. Yeah. They have lips, tongues, and rolls of small pointed teeth. <laughs> the, uh, I think it's one of the parts of the Caribbean movies. I think it's the last one where they actually have these mermaids. And these mermaids... Have these long seaweed hair and have long pointed teeth like piranhas. Mm. Pretty cool. Um, they have this strong bony thing, like this extra bone that looks like a girdle, mm-hmm. like a faja, and at the it's at the waist, and that's what helps support their strong ass tails. Mm. So like an extra bone that helps them support the tail. They have a single lung and small hearts. A single lung, one lung and a small heart. And they lack every other internal organs us humans have. And finally, the mage could not, after many extensive examinations of mermaid anatomy, the mage could not find any of the mermaids. He could not find the mermaid's hoo-ha. Couldn't find it. Which lets us know right away that the mage was a man. So there you guys have it. That That is the end of our mermaid episode. He's a, he's a, uh, where's the comb at? <laughs> <laughs> can't find the comb. We can't find the comb. Um, yeah, so that was the end of our of our um, sexually explicit mermaid episode. Mermaid episode, of course. By um, men. <laughs> you bastards. That shit was wild. I did not, I didn't, and we only touched the surface on when it comes to like mermaids. Oh, yeah. Like we, we just, we, we could do like literally four more episodes, which we're gonna do. This is part one of four. You got me. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna stay this in is, the sea. This is my first and only. Yeah, mermaid. So, 
first yeah, and last part. So, um, Achi, welcome back. It's been a while. You know, you missed. I mean, you only missed one episode, but you know, yeah, I mean, it's it's yeah, been a while. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah um, it's been like a month since shut since up, the right? last one. Shut up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, welcome back. But he tells you shut the fuck up. Yeah. Well, because it's not your place. That's how, that's how I get, get Know your place. Back. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Shut the fuck it's up. Like it's welcome back into the show. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up and read your notes. Um, yeah, man. It was a fun episode. Um, I mean, it was all right. It was all right. Um, if you guys want to learn more about it, um, don't buy the book, Mermaids, The Myth, Legends, and Lore. Wait for us to talk about it in more episodes later, you know, just later in the year. You know? uh, oh, okay, okay. You know, I think you meant because, you know, she was whack. No, it's like, don't buy you, the book. No, because I bought it. Well, because if you buy the book, then you know, then uh, then you won't listen. Then you won't listen to the episode. Now, wasn't there like a freaking book that we bought one time? It was useless as fuck. Hold yeah, on, the the, the fucking like, uh, it's like two the, pages the, that had like the fucking sentence. torture, the torture, I, yeah. the torture thing. All right, that one's pretty bad. I liked it. It was so bad. <laughs> it was so bad. How much did you spend on that book, bro? Yeah, so this is the Mermaid episode. It was fun. Huh. I enjoyed it. And the book that I'm talking about is called Mermaids, The Myth, Legends, and Lore by Sky Alexander, which she also wrote the vampire book, The Myth, Legends, and Lore one that we also used for our previous episodes. Hey. You know, so we you know, so this is the second authors this we have two we have two authors who've used multiple books yeah. for sources. And the last one that you did from yeah. for the plants, right? The wicked bugs, wicked yeah. plants. Yeah. She did yeah. So, you know, fun episode. I hope you guys learned something. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys enjoyed Archie being back. Uh we being told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Shut the So yeah, um one of the things that Archie mentioned when he was here a long time ago was <laughs> the last time we were here a long time ago was you know the things we're we're doing behind the scenes you know we're doing our TikToks we yeah. the TikTok is up we have videos that we're filming at the moment this should be up within the next week yep. when it's up you guys could you guys could um wait to the next episode or just follow us on Instagram so you can see the link yeah weird that, history you can tell spot that's our Instagram so you get most up to date yeah that's where we post pictures and. Polls about if you want to fuck my major nap. That's going up. <laughs> I'm gonna remind both of y'all to set up that poll. Right. Would you fuck a mermaid slash merman? Um, uh, yeah, merman. If I see a high number of yeses, I'm, a, I'm, I'm gonna be worried. <laughs> gonna be worried. I'm gonna be worried. But we also, we also, if that if that number is dangerously high, at least we know what kind of content they want. Monster content. Oh, that's true. Oh. That's true. I mean, our whole. Hey, speaking of monsters and stuff. It's yeah, I needed an energy drink. It's. I mean, that. Uh-huh. That too. But it's fucking October, bro. <laughs> yeah, spooky. spooky season. Spooky season. Um. Yeah. So I guess. Um. All right. So we fucked up for the first episode of October. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't. This wasn't a spooky episode. I mean, it's a costume idea, right? People uh, could be mer- mermaids. Mermaids are, are kind of scary, right? I mean, they bring death. They bring bad omens. That's I mean, some spooky. Yeah. You know, I mean, so does high blood pressure. No one's got high <laughs> blood pressure. <laughs> yeah. So for the rest of this month, for the rest of this, yeah, you know, fuck this guy. <laughs> we're gonna be talking. You know, we're gonna have spooky episodes. We're gonna have a creepy pasta. Can't wait for those. Um, for the creepy pasta, I actually, I'm actually gonna try to interview one of my friends what? who has actual stories from Mexico. What? But she's, she's like. Shy about oh, okay. doing it, so I'm probably gonna have to get her like drunk and record her with my iPhone. Just like tell me the story and put my iPhone like next to her while she's drinking. Give her <laughs> some liquid courage. 
<laughs> and that's it. That's 15 minutes. Yeah, but um, yeah, if you guys um, yeah, so keep a lookout for those spooky episodes. Uh, follow us on Instagram. Like I said, Weird History Your Toast Pod, so you guys can know when our TikTok is up. And that yep. TikTok is just you guys are gonna see uh how embarrassingly um we are how embarrassing we are. You know the other. What our, do you mean? Hold on. Because because we're gonna you know we're gonna we're gonna be acting dumb. I mean, I mean, if the, <laughs> I mean, can, can you tell? Can you not tell by just listening to it? But there's a difference between listening to someone being dumb and watching someone being dumb. Oh, okay. I'm I mean, gonna get, I, I'm gonna I mean we're dumb. not going to be like, hi, my name is Bob Blind. Welcome to Jackass and fucking. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, I ain't doing that bullshit. <laughs> but since we're talking about spooky stories, okay, okay, right? Okay. As listeners, right? As mm-hmm. our listeners, drop a comment. See if you got any scary stories of yeah. yourself. Hey, you DM know what? D- you know what? DM us, right? And send us uh, a quick short story. Don't, don't right. DM us. Email us. I'll put the email on our Instagram. Yeah. Okay. Just email us, and then that way, if you guys want to stay anonymous, stay anonymous. Because we did that a few years ago. Yeah, that was dope, bro. Yeah, so if you guys some have any... some really cool stories. Yeah. 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 So, so if you guys have any horror stories that you guys want us to read, if you guys want to stay anonymous, just let us know. Hey, I want to stay anonymous. And, you know, just let us know. We'll put the email on our Instagram. But if you guys want to know the email now, it's... The Weird History and Eerie Tales. Our podcast name doesn't have an and, but the email does. So it's the Weird History and Eerie Tales at gmail.com. Yeah. So you guys can just email us through there. Um, follow us on Instagram if you guys later on if you want to remember it, forget it. I want to remember it later. Go, go ahead. Um, yeah, other than that, um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was a fun one. It was it was um good to have Achi back. It felt, you know, felt good again. Talking to someone other than my fucking brother. Shut the fuck up. You enjoy <laughs> my presence. You enjoy. So, um, since we don't have any, does anybody have anything else to add? Fuck you. That's my adding to this bullshit. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you guys so much. And as always, we are the Weird History. Here we tell us, Paul. Uh,